Welcome to The Confessional Taco, a podcast exploring historic faith and practice rooted in the depths of Mexican-American culture. In our time, we want to invite you into the conversation on all things confessional, cultural, and hyphenated. My name is Marco, and I am a writer, a local pastor, and a preacher. And my name is Serge. I'm an educator, a musician, and a writer. And this is Taco Tuesday. Good morning or good afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this. This is a confessional taco. We are here at the Taco Shack mm-hmm. um, with uh, Marco and myself, Serge, Sergio, Elvato, which whatever you want to call me. Um, <laughs> and before we jump into this topic, I do want to clarify and I, I want to um, ensure that you guys understand this, that the topic we're about to discuss um, is a touchy topic. It can be. Um, some people, uh, are really against it and some people really need help understanding it and others just really need help because they're sick, uh, addiction. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, let's be aware of that. Let's be honest with that. Let's be, um, let's be brothers and sisters in Christ in that. And so the topic we're going to discuss for a little bit here is alcohol, its consumption and the church. Um. Yeah, let's just jump right in. What What are your thoughts, Marcy? Um. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so alcohol. Yes. It, okay, let's start off with this. Alcohol, good or bad? Uh, good. Good. Okay. Alcohol, good or bad in a Christian? Good. Okay. Um. <laughs> if If then. Good. Oh, yeah. Sorry. If it is good, which I, I'm a hundred percent with you. Um. Why does it have such a negative connotation? Or better yet, what should we be aware of with alcohol? I think I think when it comes to alcohol, what we need to be aware of is... So we were talking offline a little bit about this. I think the first place that we need to land on is... Is drink... Because we could do this... It, we did this with tattoos. But yeah. is, is drinking alcohol a sin. I would would start there because that branches us into a variety of areas. And so to which you and I would say, Oh, go ahead. Is it a sin? Yeah. No, no, it's not not a sin. Okay. Uh, So I would say that I would say alcohol is drinking alcohol. Consuming alcohol is not a sin. Right. Um, In fact, I think many people would be surprised to know or, or read in scripture that, that wine or alcohol is actually a sign of God's blessing. So Ooh. I'm just, you know, whatever. And so, Sounds good. Yeah. All so right. this is, uh, is this, this is in Genesis, I think. And so, uh, right. May God give you the dough of heaven and, uh, the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine. Right. Like that's, uh, that's Genesis 20, 27, 28, I think. And, um, Go ahead. Oh yeah. So anyway, with that being said, I'm not I'm not just trying to make a case for consuming alcohol. That's not right. what I'm saying. But what I am saying is, uh, we do not believe consuming alcohol is a sin. Yeah, um, and that's a clear distinction. Yes, right. Consuming alcohol is not a sin. So yes. let's start off there. Uh, we also see uh, Paul telling Timothy, right, little Timo, like, yo, drink some wine because you have stomach problems. Yeah, yeah. Right. So have, have a little bit of that. Uh, yeah. A little bit of the good juice. The, yeah, the good the, juice. The good group, grape juice. The good grape juice. Yeah. The uh, holy juice. The <laughs> <laughs> and then Jesus, Jesus' first miracle, again, 
water to wine and not yeah. just any wine. It was like the luxe, like $9,000 wine, <laughs> right? $9,000. Yeah. yeah. And it was in barrels, which, you know, homeboy did it. Yeah. Um, so all kidding aside, consumption of alcohol is fine. And sometimes even good for you. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So to be clear, it is not a sin. Yeah. Um, it is a gift um, not just in moderation, but it is a gift. It, it, it has health benefits. Yeah. Uh, particularly uh, red wine. Like you can find studies uh, that discuss some of the heart benefits that come from drinking red wine. Um, uh, <laughs> consuming a beer after your workout is probably one of the best post-workout drinks yeah, you can have. Because absolutely. of the simple sugars and yeah, carbohydrates, carbohydrates that it contains. Anyway, that's the tangent. But uh, but yeah, so consuming alcohol is, is not a sin where I think if, 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 if there isn't already a place of um, contention, the, the following stuff definitely adds to it. So the next question is, but the Bible talks about um, people getting drunk. And so, or, or I, I would say the next question is, does, does scripture discuss people abusing it or does people uh, abusing alcohol and um uh does people yeah do people abuse alcohol yes people abuse alcohol in um uh in 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 scripture so we see that and when they do um it is uh so when they do it is a uh sorry i'm like blanking out you're fine so when people uh, abuse alcohol, there is a greater issue than the alcohol itself, right? There is a heart issue. Um, man, the heart is actually going to reveal the character, personality, uh, the desire of an individual, right? Uh, John Calvin said that the heart is an idle factory. So with all that being said, to kind of sum it up, is consuming alcohol a sin? No, it is not. Do we see people abuse um, the consumption of alcohol right. in the pages of Scripture? Yes. Um, and alcohol is more of the tool they use, and the heart is more of what we need to address. And so that that leads us into, um, well, then how do we approach alcohol? Yeah. Um, where does Christian liberty kind of fall in in, in this context? Um, and then finally, number three, um, how do we approach alcohol when there are those around us who really do struggle right. with, with alcohol? Yeah, so it, it really does come down to the heart of it all, right? And uh, oftentimes, actually, I would venture to say the majority of the times that when it comes down to issues like this, like it comes down to the heart and its attitude and mm-hmm. the character of the person. And so um, keeping that in mind, like let's, let's really look at the topic like alcohol and its consumption is not bad. As a Christian, alcohol and its consumption is not bad. However, there are some uh, some maybe parameters that we should be taking, mm-hmm. right? And so in that, the parameter, like right off the bat, that we should all understand is like drunkenness. Mm-hmm. Like that is where the issue starts mm-hmm. because that's an, that points directly to the heart. You're mm-hmm. trying to um, address whatever may be needing to be addressed with consumption of alcohol and therefore overdoing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's an underlying issue there uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And so it's drunkenness that really uh, 
affects the Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and and it's and there's grace in that. You know, but we need to understand that we need to set up parameters mm-hmm. for ourselves to not get to that point because yeah. it's not necessarily even the drunkenness that is the sin. It's the actions that happen with the mm-hmm. drunkenness, right? Like yeah. it's um, uh, being sober minded scripture says, yeah. and that uh, that's the hard part right there. Right. And so um, what are some parameters maybe that you think we should take as believers uh, consuming a beer or two? Yeah, I think, I think uh, the first thing, and these are in no particular order, but I think the first thing that I think of, is um, what God has done for us in Christ. And so what I mean by that is that, man, we have been redeemed. The church is a redeemed community. And so as we are sent back out into our contexts, we are called to, um, man, exercise redemption in all that we do for for God's glory. I say that in the sense of, I think sometimes, now again, there's there's like subcategories here, like, but I think sometimes... Um, when it comes to alcohol, many Christians have a perspective, and maybe for a good reason, but have the perspective of abstention as opposed to redemption. Ooh, that's good. Say that again. Yeah, you know, some yeah, some Christians have this perspective of abstention rather yeah. than redemption. Like we're just not going to do this. Just not do it. Just just not do it. Ooh, and and I, and again, some have really good reason for that. Sure, that could be some of the experiences sure. that they uh, have had. That could be how they grew up. That could be maybe some decisions that they've made that really significantly impacted right. themselves and others. I think that's something to talk about. Yeah. But in addition to that, or, or as a result of that, even if you have those experiences, we need to, at the very least, work on renewing our minds when it comes to not necessarily abstaining in the context of alcohol, not necessarily abstaining or abstaining isn't necessarily the answer redemption is yeah and we're not saying here that like you abstaining is a bad thing yes let's be that, clear that, with that that's like all, yes that's your clear. thing that's your we talked about this with tattoos as well like we we have our convictions and, and you know like that you mentioned like maybe it's an experience like i mean if i'm being really honest like i uh in the last three years like i i was um using alcohol as a crutch mm-hmm. um i wasn't getting drunk i wasn't doing those things but like it was one of those like I deserve this drink because of the day that I've had, you know? And, and so, uh, and, and what was going on physically in my body was that the alcohol was causing a lot more of my anxiety to ramp up. Yeah. It was causing a lot of more of my like struggle with depression to ramp up as well. Yeah. And so, you know, going to counseling, like they were like, well, do you drink? And I'm like, yeah, I'll have some, you know, some wine here and there. And uh, again, I wasn't overdoing it, but it was not helping me mm-hmm. as, you know, it wasn't, um, it wasn't a help. It was actually a huge deterrence to me getting mm-hmm. healthier. And so I actually abstained from drinking for a year, Yeah, you know, and, and, um, you know, just recently started again and, and, but now it's different. Right. And so yeah. I think it's important to understand that like people with experiences that decide to abstain from alcohol is not a bad thing. What is a bad thing is in your experience of abstaining from alcohol, preaching abstinence from alcohol, because mm-hmm. you feel like it is a sin. Yeah. That is different. Yeah, exactly. I think you draw some heavy lines when you, when you do yes. that. And so yeah. I think for the individual who wants to enjoy a drink, they can enjoy it and I'm not saying you're going to have this attitude, but or this this perspective. But I think you do need to have this perspective ahead of time, in the sense of like, hey, I could enjoy a beer, or I could enjoy some really good bourbon, um, and 
have one or two and then I'm done. Yeah. Like, okay, I don't need more. This is a treat. This is something that's nice. I get to share this experience with friends and just enjoy that. Right. My goal in this is to actually redeem um, how we approach alcohol, yeah, especially so if good. I want to continue to enjoy it as a, as a Christian. Uh, I want to enjoy it. Okay, cool, man. Then I don't I don't need more than one or two beers. I'm, yeah, I'm good. I had that conversation, or I'm having conversation with my friends. We're enjoying our time together. Yeah, that's that's really it. That's and so I think when it comes to one of the subtopics of Christian liberty. It would be understanding that our approach must be one of redemption, not abstinence. Um, now, with that being said, again, like one of the asterisks there is if an individual decides to abstain from alcohol out of personal conviction, man, then we want to honor that. Yeah. We want to respect that Absolutely. because whether it's enjoying one or two beers or abstaining from drinking altogether, if we might share different um, convictions or we might share a different perspective on that, but if the goal is still godliness, then then I can I can honor and respect that individual regardless of the reason yeah. because they're pursuing godliness. They want to grow up in their maturity, sure. in their walk. Man, I want I want to run with that. I want to support them in support that. Support that, yeah. Yeah. Support each other in those. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's really good. I love that. Um, you, we, offline, we were talking about uh, prop hip hop, right? Propaganda where he says redeemed to redeem, right? And so. I think that's really good to keep in mind. Um, what would be the next thing that you would suggest as far as when it comes to the Christian drinking alcohol? So we see that, that what we just discussed, and then um, I guess like a, the next one, like I feel like should be addressed is um, the addiction piece. Mm-hmm. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Because I mean, it, you can easily become addicted to it. Yeah. I would say, um, in addition to that, or as a preface, I would say the next thing that I think we need to be aware of is if the goal is godliness, then a result of godliness, um, or one of the fruits of godliness ought to be discernment. Okay. And so, um, if I know that you have an issue or have struggled in the past with alcohol, I do not want to put you in a position where you might be tempted to, yeah. to drink. And so that is me considering, right? That's Philippians uh, 2, right? Consider others as more significant than yourself. Yep. That's me considering you more significant because I want you to grow in your godliness. I want you to grow in your sanctification yeah. and thrive in your relationship with God. And so I think we need to understand that godliness uh, a product of godliness is discernment yeah we need to exercise that yeah i think one of the the biggest things like especially in our culture in our in our like where you and i stand like um as far as like even theology like it's very common to drink in our like quote-unquote theological circles um you know we see that and so I think we forget at times that we can be a stumbling block to others. Mm-hmm. And I think that's two, there's two reasons why. One, um, we don't really pay attention to what's around mm-hmm. uh, because we're so like, yeah, it's fine. Let's move on. And two, uh, people that do struggle with it don't speak out. And I think they don't speak out because they might be afraid of being judged, which falls on us really. Um, and so I think we need to be aware that like if you do have that conviction or do struggle with drinking, like, and you're around Christian brothers and sisters that are drinking, like speak up, 
Mm-hmm. Like say something. Like if they truly care about you and your and your walk and your heart and your like actual physical nature, like as a brother and sister in Christ, like they will not drink in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like bottom line, they shouldn't and they will not if they truly do care. Now that's a good sign if they continue to do that for you to maybe find a different circle. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to stay there. Um, you know, that's unhealthy for you and it's um and it's sin for them, really. And so speak up, say something about it. And I think we as people need to be more um, open to receiving that conversation. Mm -hmm. We need to be more uh, vigilant with our brothers and sisters that may be struggling with it. And that goes with everything, right? Like um, like it's, you don't want to be a stumbling block for somebody else. And so just be, be, just acknowledge that. Yeah. Acknowledge that. Yeah. I think one of the issues that, um, I have within the church is, um, particularly, so this is specific, but it's very, also very general, particularly, particularly within reform circles yeah. is that yeah. we really wave the flag of Christian liberty as a way of justifying why we can have a drink. Yeah. And, um, I've even heard guys make cases from scripture on um, it being okay to get to that place where you're buzzed. Yeah. Like, hey, if you recognize you're at that place where you're buzzed, then, then you're, you're still okay. Just don't cross you're that line. You're still sober-minded. Yeah, and it's sure. like, that is really, no. That's shady. Just shut up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And so I think, I think not just in reform circles, but just in so that I'm speaking specifically to that camp, but yeah. also generally speaking, like as Christians, we really wave that flag of Christian. Like, well, it's not a sin, therefore we can do this, or it's not a sin, therefore we can um, enjoy a little bit more than usual. It's like whoa, 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 whoa! Again, the issue is going to be godliness. The issue is going to be uh, discernment. The issue is going to be um, uh, yes, how this is reflected upon. Like right. there, there are these implications that fall under the umbrella of Christian liberty. It is not just so that you can go and drink and, and come up with a case for getting buzzed. Right. You know what I mean? It's um, understanding Christian liberty has responsibility. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, like I tell Seth all the time, like, uh, Hey, as your liberty increases, so do your responsibility. A hundred percent. You know? And I think, many Christians don't necessarily think that through all of the time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so I think it's really important to understand that, like the, the, the liberty behind it yeah. and what it, what it really means. And what it really means is there's more responsibility that you have to yeah. be aware of for sure. Cause it's not just you anymore. You mm-hmm. know? So I think it's also equally important to understand the context that you're in. So for us okay. down here in the Valley, like drinking is a really big deal yeah. among Hispanic families. Huge. Um, yeah. So it's like the thing that gets the party going. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that you need to get the party started. It's the thing that you need to survive the party. It's yeah. the th- you know what I mean? It's just like, yes. man, this is going to carry us throughout our entire time together. What is so, man, What what is so grieving is that uh, the Hispanic population is among... Uh, it's, 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 it's less likely than any other, um, population, any other people group to actually, um, get help for their addiction. Yeah, that's very true. And, uh, and so you have family 
you have family kind of helping you justify like it's okay we'll hold you accountable or you have family kind of telling you it's okay just keep doing it as long yeah. as you're with family as long as you're here and safe um, or and that's also excluding any external things that you got going on that are only adding to the justification of yeah, you good. getting drunk and so particularly within our people um, Hispanics are among like less likely among any other people group to, to get, to get help, help for this need. addiction. Yeah. And so I think um, for, you know, whatever pastors, leaders, just the context that you're in, you need to be aware right. of who you're around, who you bring into your home and all, all of those different things actually make a significant impact on, on how you approach alcohol and, and how you approach, Oh, I don't know. I, I suppose the, the perspective of redemption as it pertains yeah, to alcohol, to alcohol, right? You know, and so yeah, maybe abstaining is going to be the answer, but it's not necessarily going to be like how you preach it. Also, right. also matters. That's good. Um, so yeah, yeah, and I just want to take this opportunity right now that we mentioned that, like, if you are struggling with this, if you are, um, you know, just really like having one too many drinks constantly, like, reach out to your local pastor, reach mm-hmm. out to like your local counseling session whatever you need i mean you can reach out to us and mm-hmm. we'll try to get you connected we're at the uh the border the board <laughs> the confessional taco at gmail.com um this is um this can be very serious stuff like yeah. both of us know um alcoholism we know it's ugly face uh because we've experienced it with big people um and so we want to, we want to make sure that you guys get help and so don't don't um don't justify it with whatever you want to justify it with. Just, yeah. just reach out, get some help. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we don't, we don't want you guys to struggle with that alone. Yeah. So, um, what else do you want to talk about? with? That? Yeah, I think I, I, I don't necessarily want to add more to it, but what I would say is, man, Christian Liberty is a serious gift. Yeah. And so, man, we need to exercise that, uh, with, um, we need to exercise that with um, responsibility. With responsibility, we need to exercise that with discernment. We need to exercise that with, man, um, both personal and cultural sensitivity, um, so that we're not running the risk of justifying our own convictions. Yeah. Um, so that we do what we want to do, or so that we impose those convictions on on others and make them feel bad for their their positions. Right. That's good. Yeah, I think um, even can, saying you know like well Jesus drank wine like how that's approached yeah, can be done good. very very poorly yeah. and because that's me justifying that I can I can have this, right. this wine yeah. and, and and in that case like yeah I, I wouldn't necessarily be doing anything wrong if I want to have a glass of wine but my intention behind it is to tell you how free in Christ I am. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like people forget like, (laughs) no man, you were, you were made free from the bondage of sin. Right. So now you have the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells in you, who abides in you. You have the power to say no. Yes. And exercise discernment. Don't be stupid. Don't don't be stupid. (laughs) Don't be stupid. Uh, In all seriousness, like just uh, drinking, consuming alcohol as a Christian is not a bad thing. Yeah. Overdoing it. Yes. Um, you know, and, and just being aware that at times, like it can be a stumbling block. So Christians, please, um, 
be relational enough, be in community enough that you know the people around you enough to know that if they struggle with it, that you're not going to be there drinking in front of their friends. Yeah, be mature enough. Be mature yeah, enough. Be mature yes. enough to like actually want them to thrive. Yeah. Like, like you want them to thrive in their walk with God. Yeah, and you shared that scripture in Philippians, right? Yeah, It says exactly. what? Repeat it again. Yeah, where, where Paul is telling the, the, the Philippian church, like, hey, consider yes. others more significantly than you. Don't do anything out of, uh, what is it, rivalry or, or conceitedness. Conceit. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, consider others more significant than, than yeah. yourselves. And so essentially what he's saying is like you want other brothers and sisters thriving in their relationship with God. So don't be a stumbling block to them. Yeah, definitely. And so just, you know, and and lastly, like if you need the help, you know, reach out to us, reach out to your local church, your local pastor, um, be honest with, with what's going on. And, and, you know, um, a, a good, a good pastor will, will be there for you. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll, we'll reach out to you. And so, um, give us our closing benediction, Marco. Yeah, I, I would just kind of close with what we said, right? Like um, when it comes to the topic of of alcohol as as Christians, I think our goal is to pursue redemption, not uh, abstention. Um, and that is it, that is so that those around us, the things that we're doing would have a significant impact. Uh, would be significantly impacted by what God has done for us in Christ. Yeah, thank you for that. You heard it here first, folks, from the Tackle Shack. Confessional Talk. Thanks for joining us this week on the Confessional Taco. If you'd like to follow us on social media, check us out on Instagram at the Confessional Taco. Visit our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Confessional Taco, or head on over to our website, theconfessionaltaco.com, and hit us up.